This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. <laughs> Apologies for the satellite delay. <laughs> Why it took Tim so long to say his name. Was there a delay? I think there was a delay. I mean, if there <laughs> wasn't, I'll put in a delay now. Not to now. To make me look like a fool? Yeah, to make you look like a, a out-of-touch satellite-having fool. Who's talking like that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm alone in a room, but I hear voices. Is this my Uh, grandson? Well, Tim, that's very appropriate because that's uh, the topic this week, video conferencing etiquette. However, that's not what I'd like to talk about at first, Tim. What I'd like to talk about at first is some breaking news out of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Rio. Uh, I just call it Rio. Big UFO crash happened yesterday. A crash? Yeah. A a bunch of UFO, like a bunch of videos online of this UFO. Is this Uh, uh, on the uh, Joe Rogan uh, YouTube channel that you saw? My own own independent research. Okay. On the the alien subreddit. Uh, A lot of sightings, a lot (laughs) of- I love that. Do your research. And then it's always (laughs) just like reddit.com slash- QAnon says, it's not, "No, it's not QAnon, Tim. It's aliens." Uh, but just how long lo- until those merge, though? Have they merged? Um, are, are we not supposed to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it will attract the wrong kind of attention. Um, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about any QAnon theories that uh, include aliens. Well, that, apparently that's just a, a, a bridge too far for them. <laughs> yeah, come on, be reasonable. I haven't heard any updates from the QAnon people that uh, said the uh, virus was a hoax so they could quarantine people while they round up all of the, um, uh, you know, child molesters. Yeah, well, we're we're still we're still I, quarantined. Well, this, these people yeah. are slippery, Tom. I haven't heard any updates either about when they said uh, John McCain was wearing an ankle monitor because he had been arrested. He's wearing an ankle monitor in heaven now, Tom. Um, yeah. Wait, so, so there's a UFO crash. Let's, the, let's yeah, move past this. There's, there's just a lot of video footage of UFO over Rio and then a crashing and then like videos of like uh just like a ton of like government helicopters and stuff like i mean it's a ufo in the purest sense of the term an unidentified flying object i'm not saying it's aliens could it, it could have, have been, been just a, a plane it could have been i don't think a plane but it could have been like you know a, an experimental top secret government drone or something mm-hmm. uh but it's a real weird looking thing that crashes and uh they sure seem like they wanted to cover it up who who took the video just you know a regular a brazilian people. guy yeah regular brazilian guys brazilian gals you know they they whipped out their their hey everybody's got a camera in their pocket nowadays uh, and they took all these videos, put them online. A lot of them are getting deleted, Tim, by you know who. Who? I don't know. I mean, maybe the aliens. I'm not clear on that. <laughs> no, Tim, the government, the government that doesn't want us to know the truth. Although the Brazilian government. Yeah. Although now the government's come out and said, like, yeah, UFOs are a thing sometimes. Our government. You're, yeah. You're, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fine, man. Look, I don't. Look, I'm not well-versed on this. Mm-hmm. What is a UFO? An unidentified flying object. Now, mm. there's also USOs, 
which are un unidentified submerged objects. Those are in the water. That scares me more than a UFO. I mean, there's a lot of uh, people that say like that's way more prevalent that, you know, people see weird shit, you know, <laughs> flying around the ocean. A lot the of time. people are saying that USOs <laughs> are pretty, pretty prevalent. Well, that's where the UFOs go to hide. The UFOs become USOs when people get too curious. Is this all you had to talk about? <laughs> all I had to talk about, Tim, this changes everything we know. How so? If, if aliens are, are are extra dimensional beings are visiting our planet and seeing what's going on, that's you know that's not in the. I didn't learn about that in in school. Did you? But they'll be no. putting it in the new textbooks. Guaranteed. <laughs> Apparently not. Words. I don't know. They've 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 deleted these Brazilian videos. That's true. Well, hopefully these Brazilians have saved them on their phone. Hopefully they didn't put them online and then go, well, that's online forever. Time to, you know, clear up some space on my phone. All right. If you had to. OK, so you saw this video. A I UFO, saw a bunch of videos. Yeah. You saw numerous videos of a UFO crashing and then government helicopters coming in to cover it up. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you think happens next like what do you think is going on there that the government doesn't want you to know the brazilian uh, government does not want get, getting out well a i think probably the u.s government's uh already like strong-armed its way in there and been like ah, 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 we'll take it from here why do you say that because they're the ones they've got the most uh, information about all this stuff, about all the, the UFO technology and whatnot. Your U.S.-centric view uh, <laughs> is, I don't think, uh, accurate, right? You don't think the U.S. government, if there were all these like UFO videos, that they wouldn't be like, yeah, we'll we'll take it from here. You know, it's like I when, think the, that's F just your, when the I FBI think that's... comes in and, you know, tells the local the police department, like, we got it from here. Yeah, but another another sovereign nation, Tom. We don't have any jurisdiction to to go. Why do you assume that we have all the? This is this I'm is not a very it's right. problematic view that you have of I'm the United States. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying the U.S. the the United States should be doing it, Tim. But I'm saying that that's probably what happened. So what are they covering up? Maybe something crashed and they've recovered. I mean, something did crash. That's proven. Uh, and they're recovering <laughs> the technology. There okay. is a video so that purports to show the crashed craft, but it is a suspect video. I will not put my seal of approval on that video. Now, what makes that suspect as opposed to the other videos that you watched? Because uh, it's kind of just like a too good video. What is your criteria and it's like very for short. evaluating these videos? Uh, uh, if there are multiple videos and they're all showing the same thing. Okay. And I, and I, um, I, I don't care. <laughs> well, you're going to care when they show up at your front door. I'll tell you that much. Who? You know who, Tim. How was your week? How are you doing Great, this I'm week? thriving. I'm doing, I'm doing better than I've ever been doing in my whole life. Feeling great. Cool. Well, that's uh, disrespectful to everybody else who's not thriving. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. I'm thriving. I'm doing wonderful. Well, I'm glad to hear it, Tim. I've been having trouble sleeping. Why? Because uh, everything. Too scared by, from the aliens? I mean, a little bit, because I also watched this thing about like how you can summon aliens, and it's like, Do well, you get spooked? I don't want to accidentally summon an alien. Do you get spooked by aliens legitimately? Uh, like not a not in your, often. In your but adult life, yeah. in your adult life, has anxiety is alien induced anxiety caused you any lack of sleep? Um, mm, a little, a little bit, I will say. Just because I was watching this other thing the other night and it was late, and then I was thinking like, well. You know, what if the aliens are like, oh, this guy's watching a documentary about us. Let's give him a thrill. Go down and meet him. Shake his hand. Sign some autographs. He'd really get a kick out of that. 
So and you think the aliens like, have access to your video streams? Yeah, of course they have access to my video streams, Tim. They can also teleport into my closet and open up my closet while I'm, you know, falling asleep and scare the hell out of me. That's my worry. Oh, God, I don't want that to happen. If they're listening to this stream, guys, please don't surprise me uh, like that. Surprise me during the day in a nice open field with like other people around. Not at night while I'm alone in my bed by hiding in my closet and coming out as I'm falling asleep and paralyzing me. Surprise me anytime. Come come anytime, you cowards. If these if these freaking uh no uh no good cowards uh Tim, you haven't... just think anybody who's been to space is a coward. No, I think our astronauts Aliens, might astronauts. not be. No, I don't think astronauts are as brave as as we we say they are. Well, they're pretty brave. I just don't think they're as smart as we say they are. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Every astronaut is ten times smarter than you. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people are smarter than me. That doesn't mean they're. That doesn't mean they're. They're geniuses. I think it does. I'll go on record. Look, I don't want astronauts showing up in my closet. I'm more afraid of astronauts than I am of aliens. An astronaut huh. will punch you in the face. I've seen That's video true. of it. Yeah, if you if you tell them that you know they didn't go to the moon, that makes sense. If I went all the way to the goddamn moon and some idiot was like, "You didn't go to the moon," I'd sock him one. For anybody yeah, that doesn't Buzz know what Aldrin we're talking about, that? Neil uh, was it Buzz Aldrin? I thought it was Neil Armstrong. Yeah, you're right. It was, it was Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. Some conspiracy theorist went up to him and was like, you you didn't go to the moon, and he socked him, even as an old man. You know what? I, I kind of uh, I disagree with Buzz on that one. What? Socking a guy? Just like, yeah, you went to the moon. Who cares? Who cares what some idiot says? You're so proud like... of going to the moon? You're so s- proud of sitting in a chair while a bunch of scientists did all the work, and you sat there, and then... Uh, went to the moon for 10 minutes and then sat in a chair again. It wasn't 10 minutes. And also think about you're coming out of a, like an Applebee's with your family and somebody just runs up and sticks a microphone in your face. It's like, you didn't go to the moon. Admit it. Even if somebody did that to me and I haven't been to the moon, I'd punch him. If somebody came up to me and was like, you never p- p- did a podcast called The Complete Guide <laughs> to Everything, I'd be like, okay, I-, I did, but I don't care. I don't care if you know. And what oh. we do, Tom, what we do here every week, way harder than what any astronaut has ever done. And braver, too. Tim, this week we're talking about uh, video conferencing etiquette. It's become a, a, a hot topic, as it were, uh, because that, that's how everybody's, you know, talking to each other nowadays. Do you feel like, I feel like, I mean, we're, I'm dating myself. Uh, I'm not dating myself. That, that would be wrong. An affront to God. <laughs> yep. Um uh, but do you feel like uh, like we grew up, the idea of like a video conferencing was like this crazy, far-fetched, futuristic idea. And then one day it was just like, oh, that's a very easy thing to do. And everybody can and do it all the time. And it's boring. And everybody's like, oh, this is so mundane and it sucks and I hate it. Yeah. And like nobody really wants to do it. I mean, sometimes you do, but in a lot of situations, especially nowadays, a lot of people are doing it for work. It's like, uh, like it makes me wonder if like one day, you know, teleportation is going to become real. It's like, oh, I can't believe I have to teleport to, to you know, uh, to Russia today. And uh, meanwhile, somebody like uh, old Jules Verne would be like, well, that's beyond anything I could have even imagined. And, and you're it's often a looking you. at, Yeah, you're often looking at any modern situation through Jules Verne's eyes, thinking, <laughs> yeah. what, what, would, what would Jules think? W-W-J-T. Um, yeah, but I think, I don't know, it just, it, it went so quickly. I feel like we didn't, you know what? I think it was... Because when it started out, it sucked so bad that it it took a while for it to gradually get better. 
So there was never that moment of like, holy cow, look at this. This works. Because the first time anybody like our age did it, it's like, oh, I think that's Tim, right? That blob of pixels. Oh, neat. Yeah, I remember one year for Christmas, I got uh, a little uh, webcam and it was probably like Mm -hmm. 1998. Um, And it was black and white and it looked like the picture was being printed on a dot matrix printer. Yeah. Which is weird. It's like, oh yeah, webcams went through a, a weird dot matrix. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was difficult. And none of my, my friends really had them. And you couldn't really, um, the internet wasn't fast enough to really. Right. Yeah. Nobody had. Send. It was still like dial up. But it was cool. It was cool as hell. And I was glad I had it. It was a little, uh, it was a little orb. Yeah, I think I remember this, specifically the, the type you're thinking of that you're talking yeah. about. I think I might have had one of them, too. Thinking of I had it, Tom. Oh, well, I that was, you're thinking of having. I was, I was, it was webcasting before it was even a thing. Uh, step aside, Joe Rogan. Uh, do you remember there was, uh, oh, what was her name? Uh, like Jen or Jenny, it was like the first like live streamer. She like streamed everything like twenty four seven. It was like a big mm. deal at the time. And I every once in a while, she would Justin you know, TV. Yeah, well, Justin TV is now uh, Twitch TV. Right, but it was That's better it. than uh, the Jen was first. Yeah, I feel like that was her name. Uh, and she was just live streaming all the time and it was like, yeah, sometimes, you know, she would get naked, not like get naked. It was like, she would, you know, have to change her clothes or something. And I think that was the main reason why people were watching. It's like, I could watch this stream of just somebody eating dinner for hours (laughs) and going about their day. And some people pay good money for that. Yeah, it's true. And back then it was free. You just had to devote, you know, 24 hours a day to that uh, small chance that you might see a very pixelated picture of a uh, topless woman. I just uh, searched for first live streamer, Jenny, Uh and it's all porn. It's wall to wall (laughs) pornography, these results. Oh, well. yeah, but all of a sudden, uh, uh, it's everywhere. And look, some people aren't very good at etiquette on these things. Uh, I went to a website that I now forget where it was. Hold on, I'll find the link. Uh, that uh, yeah, it was owllabs.com. They have a list of ten tips for a successful video conference, and I'd like now, to go these through are for, them. These are, are are tips for people. Yeah, they're tips. Who would they be tips for? It's from Owl Labs. I thought maybe this might have been a website for owls. No, it's a lab where they where they study owls. They di- uh, presumably dissect owls to find out about how to live stream correctly. No, I think it's that they're video conferencing, and it's like, well, sometimes when we're dissecting an owl. You know, the camera's not on the owl, the camera's on the person, and it's like, well, the person on the other end, they want to see the owl. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they might sometimes live stream the owls when they're <laughs> awake. They need to live stream them to a place where, peop- where people are awake, and since the right. owls are awake at night, they have to set up a camera, and then someone in a different time zone can ob- observe them when it's convenient for them during the day. Yes. That makes one hundred percent sense. Are there scientists that that like have devoted their lives to studying owls? Yeah, of course. First of all, that sucks, right? Because owls <laughs> stink. But second of all, do you think they the those people had to become nocturnal? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think owls. If your job like, is every day observing owls and how they live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you not? You're not going to be awake when they're awake? Well, if you're observing them in a lab, you can control the, the time. Maybe. I'm talking about out in the wild, Tom. Oh, How I'm... do they know what owls do out in the wild? They have to observe them, right? Yeah. 
I would imagine that their job is not entirely consisting of observing the owls. I think they probably occasionally observe the owls and then they go back and, you know, go over the data or something. But yes, I imagine if you were an but owl. But don't you think it would be easy if, you know, for three weeks they had to be on owl time and then one week they were going to go analyze the data that like they would just maintain the owl hours so when they go back out into the field they could easily adjust i don't think it's that hard to adjust tim i think you're really uh going from being nocturnal to being normal and apologies to any nocturnal listeners we have well i'm saying also even people that aren't nocturnal there are plenty of people that have jobs that require overnight shifts I know, and, and they become nocturnal. No, they don't become nocturnal. Sometimes they do the overnight shift, and then they go back to their regular, you know, being awake at during the day shift. I don't know. People need a routine, Tom. Not you go crazy scientists. without a routine. Well, you could still have a routine, and it's like every Thursday we, be... we stay up late and watch the owls. Yeah, but then, but you then do, how do you, you know... Then yeah, science that they're not know, doing like, something different on Wednesdays. Exactly. Do you think? Well, and like, do you think the Tuesday night owl guy is, is scientist is is sharing the information with the Thursday night owl scientist? Oh, you oh think maybe he's... over a video conference. Maybe, Tim. And here's some of the tips the company has. Tip number one: mute yourself when not speaking. Hey, uh, if this is a tip for you, Tom, I'd say mute yourself when speaking, too. Well, that's rude, Tim. Extremely rude. I have a lot of important things to say, a lot of interesting thoughts to share. Um, That's definitely, I think, a good... That's a good tip, especially on uh, very big uh, video conferences. Like, I'm talking... I should should also point out, I think all these tips and, and what we're talking about today... It's not like what me and you are doing right now, where it's a one-on-one. Yeah, no. We're talking about uh, big... What's the biggest uh, video conference you've been on during all this uh, craziness? Probably some of the biggest in the world. (laughs) Yeah, put some numbers on this. Yeah. um, Some of them were too big that they couldn't even count how many people. The computers couldn't count that high. Really? But they they could keep the streams going. Apparently. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, I think the biggest I've been on has been 16. Okay. So I've been on some that have been like uh, uh, for work. A mm-hmm. um, couple hundred people. A couple hundred people? Yeah. What happens in the in the software when that happens? I don't think you can. I think it like, becomes more of like a presentation thing. And you can. Yeah. Um, you The host can designate a set number of people whose cameras are viewable. Okay. No, so actually, not no, I like... think no. This is a Zoom. This is a yeah. Zoom meeting, and I, I could unmute and mute. Maybe there's more like close to maybe 175 to 190. Okay. But but you um, can't look at a view where you can see 190 people all at the same time. It'd be insane, Tom. That would be, unless it would be like one of those things where a bunch of little pictures, uh, when they stack them next to each other, makes another big picture. Oh, a mosaic, it's called. Yes. <laughs> but a mosaic with, with, uh, with photos, you know. A photo mosaic. Yeah, a photo mosaic. Yeah. That's different than like a mosaic that it's just like a bunch of like tiles. Right. I mean, not really in a way. But in a way, it's very different. <laughs> well, in a way, when the tiles get, when these pictures get small enough, they become tiles themselves. Yeah, and that's that's essentially what I was saying, that if, if, if we were to stack all of those on a standard uh, sized computer screen, mm-hmm. uh, they might as well be little tiles, little ceramic tiles. Right. And have you seen that? I, I'm still just trying to imagine what it looks like. Oh, oh, wait. To answer your question, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no way to do that. It's the same thing as like, uh, you know, you can you can scroll across. Like, there's yeah. a lot of different boxes. And we're talking about the Zoom software. And can can I can I say something about the Zoom software, Tom? Yeah, of course, Tim. We, we they're not a sponsor this week. They're no longer a sponsor. Um. <laughs> 
it's a it's way more confusing than it needs to be, right? There's a lot of settings that you can set. Yeah, um, and they're when, not when all in the same place. Yeah, exactly. My parents want to do zooms all the time, mm-hmm. and they called me up and and they're just like, "How how do we do this?" And like, it's like a fifteen step process to like create a, to schedule a mm. a zoom meeting. See, anytime I've done uh, family calls, it's been either FaceTime if it's just a couple of people. Or it's been um, a house party. Do you know about this this app called House Party? I do know about this app called House Party because my wife said that um, she got a notification when you like are active on House Party, and I meant to talk to you about this off air. Yeah, well, you can tell her she should turn off that setting when you're around. Um, so yeah, I, I do know I don't need that lighting up and all of a sudden, you know, no, that now, is this like, is, this is kid in plays app. <laughs> yes. Um, they were VC investors in house party early on. I wouldn't be surprised if either kid or play was like a, a big Silicon Valley guy. Oh yeah. I mean, MC hammer is nowadays or he what? was, he was, I don't know how true that was like how much money he was actually investing or if it was just yeah. like a like oh we got MC Hammer in on our B series <laughs> you know he only invested like $100 but like isn't that funny <laughs> MC Hammer is a part of this um house i think house party's the app that they recently uh were like pretty honest about hey a lot more people are using our app than used to um that's bad. We we need people to start paying us, please. <laughs> like, here's our premium service. We're going to be legit. You don't really get that much from it. But uh, if you're using this a lot, please consider just giving us some money. Um, do you give them money? Oh, I know. I don't. I mean, I've only used it like a couple of times. It's like, I don't know. It's like a $15 a month thing. So it's like I don't I don't use it that much. Um but house party is pretty easy. I don't think I've done like a family Zoom. It's more friend Zoom or business Zooms that I've yeah. done. I do all kinds of Zooms, Tom. I I, I basically live on Zoom. And from well, what I understand, it's easily hackable and anybody can see what see and hear well, anything I do all the time. So that's uh yeah, that's the problem. Zoom's been around. Like Zoom, people think like you know, some people think like, oh, they came out of nowhere. Zoom's been around for like a decade. They're they're a publicly traded company. And kind of their whole thing early on was we need to make video conferencing software that's easy for like uh you know somebody like Rupert Murdoch to use. Like some impossibly old executive piece of shit dummy. Oh, yeah, I say that. <laughs> um, He's probably listening, <laughs> along with the aliens and the astronauts. <laughs> um, like we're gonna get, we're gonna get listens up one way or another. <laughs> um, but they they made it very easy to use, and the the way they did that was they kind of took a lot of security shortcuts. And one of the, one of the most infamous things they did, and this was a year or two ago, they made it at least on max. If you uninstalled the software, it was like, okay, cool. You know, we'll walk you through the uninstall thing, but we're going to leave a web server running silently in the background on your computer all the time. Uh, just in case somebody sends you a zoom link so we can like very quickly reinstall everything for you. Uh, and you know, that is like a convenient thing, but it is obviously like just not taking somebody's security into account whatsoever. If you have an open web server running on your computer that you don't know about, there's like a huge open door for somebody, uh, with nefarious ideas to get in there. Yeah. Cruel intentions, maybe. Yeah. 
Uh, and I mean, there was zoom bombing was going on because, uh, you could easily just like, you know, especially nowadays people were bored and there's a lot of zoom calls going on. You could just like put in random numbers until you hit a number that is an active call. I mean, when we were teenagers, that is a thousand percent what we would have been doing. We would have been doing that normally, let alone during a quarantine when nobody yeah. had anything to do. I feel for the teens right now, Tom. Oh, a hundred percent. So you can't mix things up really uh, when you're quarantined with your parents on summer vacation. No, and I imagine if I was a teen going through this now, like I would have been having like such ridiculous screaming fights with my parents because I'd be like, "It's fine, I can hang out with my friends. They don't have it." Oh yeah, definitely. Because, like, you don't want to give up your summer vacation when you're a teen. No. And if you're a teen listening to this, this sucks for you. Because summer <laughs> yeah. vacation when you're a teenager is the best your life is ever going to get. Oh, I, and they're, they're, I would. And there's only a few of them. And, and one of them is getting robbed this summer. Yeah. You are getting the rawest deal. We're all grownups. This is this is fine. It's But, man, summertime teens, you're yeah. you're fucked. I would I would give any amount of money to go back to just one teen summer. And you know, even the a ones lot of teens that at that time job. I thought sucked. Yeah. No, in a sec. Yeah, I'd I'd have to like I'd complain about like uh, waking up at like nine a.m. so I could get <laughs> to my job at the swimming pool where I laid on a couch all day with yeah. my friends. Um, and then, and had to clock out at 6 PM and then do whatever I want. Right. While, <sighs> while getting a, a nice suntan. Yeah. And, uh, eating fast food for lunch every day and somehow being, you know, the skinniest, uh, we ever were <laughs> like in the best shape. Yeah. I look at pictures of me as a teen sometimes, not sometimes I've just seen pictures <laughs> where I'm like, God damn. I was a regular hottie. Look at that. Look at that body. You had a you had a goatee for, for some of high school. I did have a I mean that's not what I look at and think like, wow, look at that. Look at that goateed man. Is he a is he from the generation X? Uh no, but I look at pictures from when I was in high school and I was like, Oh, at the time I thought like uh I was fat and it's like, Well, I got news for you, teen Tom. <laughs> If you think that's fat, wait till you see what you look like now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so sorry, anyway. teens. And sorry, parents of teens, because, like, look, these teens know what they're missing out on right now. And yeah. also, teens are freaking vicious to their parents when they don't right. get what they want. Yeah. We're going to have a whole generation of virgin teens out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's and these teens pen. are going to go wild after uh, when, when this thing breaks. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, mute yourself when you're not talking on a work conference call. Because everybody knows, er, there's always like the person that doesn't know they're unmuted. And then you have the, the call where it's like, hey, could everybody check? Could everybody check they're, they're muted? And somebody's like, yeah, well, I thought that, 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 that. they're talking to somebody else. And it's like, hey, could everybody check that you're muted? And so the one... you were saying it's always a woman that forgets to mute. That was a man's impression. Mm. A man's Men impression of a like... woman. I mean, if anything, Tim, that sounds that is more uh, an indict an indictment against you that you think uh, just because somebody's nagging that they're a woman. No, I was I was looking at you in uh in in our video chat and you put on a, you put a bow in your hair and a pretty dress on when you did that impression. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Tim, uh, number Mama two. Mamma mia. Tip number two. Be on time. You are very bad at this, Tom. Uh, Tim, you were late to this call today. Although yeah, I guess is... I did say this doesn't count. <laughs> the <laughs> etiquette rules count. don't count for these No, ones. we've had a number of, uh, of friend Zooms. Mm-hmm. Anywhere from, what would you say, Four participants, and what I what I mean by participants are um, internet feeds. connections. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, there can be a couple people in in each mm-hmm. of, from four to maybe ten. Yeah, uh, participants. Mm-hmm. You're you you have like a fifty percent rate of being like over ten or fifteen minutes late. Do you know why I was I was late on the last one and I emailed to tell Rebea be late. We and weren't the, checking our email. We were we were in a Zoom friends hang. Well, yeah, I emailed. We were enjoying minutes, our friends' company. Two minutes before it started. Yeah, uh, we were booting up our Zooms, man. <laughs> booting up our computers, swapping out the disk, getting the operating system going. Uh, the reason I was late was because the other day I accidentally left the cover of my ice cream maker on the oven and it melted. Oh, no. Yeah. So the only way to get the ice cream maker to work now is that you have to stand there and hold it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you had to put your, your, your computer on top of it. And that's no, why no. your computer is in use. Uh, no, and it just makes a very annoying sound. So I, you know, I had to stand there for 20 minutes holding it to make the ice cream. So you were, you were late to an appointment because you were making ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a reason. Yeah. I mean, in, in this current time, that's like as (laughs) legit as anything else. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, number three, ensure your technology works correctly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I feel like everybody's technology works pretty correctly nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless something's like seriously wrong with with like their camera's broken or their microphone mm. doesn't work or something. Everything pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's works. why I like doing it from my iPad more because it's like, oh, I know that it's just going to work. Like, I'm not going to have to download camera drivers or select a different audio source. It's just going to work. However, the bad thing with iPads and iPhones is you're either in They're portrait mode. They're made with underpaid, almost slave labor. They're made, they're, uh, you either have to do it in portrait mode, which is fine for a one-on-one like FaceTime call. But if you're with a group, you want to turn it sideways so that you get the, the most angles. But then the camera is on the side. So the entire time you're on the call, it looks like you're looking at something else. Hmm. They got to start putting these cameras behind the screens. 
first of all, no. But second of all, the eye contact thing, I don't need eye contact on, on a Zoom call. I don't need call. it either, but when it's on the side, it looks like somebody's looking at something else. Well, are you looking into the camera when you talk? Yes, Tim. I'm always looking into the oh, camera no, I don't as like I'm this. talking. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So it would be easier. Okay. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, right now, honestly, like we're talking, but the iPad is uh, like a, a further away than it normally would be. So it's probably not as uh, off-putting. Right. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I don't like when I can, when people look me in the eye and I don't like looking people in the eyes. So. Well, you're a coward. You're a famous, famously a huge coward. I'm shy. I'm a shy guy. <laughs> uh, number four, use tech. Uh, what the hell does this mean? Use technology to fully engage remote participants. This is some real corporate uh, speak here going on. This is the owl people that are telling you yeah. this? And then number five is choose the proper software and hardware. Well, no shit. Don't try and do it on your toaster. That's not the right hardware. Use the right hardware and software. Uh, so I'm going to skip to number six. Where Wait, work hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what? does use technology to fully engage remote participants mean? I don't, that's what I'm saying. I think well, it just there, means there, there, do video two, conferencing. There's two, there's two paragraphs after this. Did you not read the no, Owl I Labs? Just, no, Tim, I used the bullet points. Ah, oh, jeez. What do they say? What's so interesting? Uh, use a camera and microphone and a speaker. Yeah, no shit. Wait, this is there's an owl there's a meeting owl which is a which is a device it's a 360 degree camera. Oh, like owls, they can turn their heads that that much. Hmm. Yeah, this basically just says buy our weird webcam. No. And did they even study owls? I don't know. I don't even see a picture of an owl on this whole site. There's a picture of a a lady on the top and a turtleneck. <laughs> well, if anything, she should be wearing an owl neck. Yeah. That way she could turn her head 360 degrees. Tom, I just want to clarify something. Um, mm -hmm. MC Hammer um, did invest in some startups. He focused on uh, minority entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, and uh, the Wall Street Journal back in 2011, uh, their headline was, MC Hammer to minority and entrepreneurs, quote, let's get it started. That's not his song. <laughs> so apparently, uh, the whoever wrote the headline mm -hmm. just, you know, went deep into MC Hammer's discography because uh, let's get it oh, started he has was, a, yeah, but it was from an before, album track. <laughs> it was two years before. Um, please hammer, don't hurt him. Which had you can't touch this on it. Yeah. So it's like it was a it was like pre-fame MC Hammer. Oh, I think there was some just like, uh, MC Hammer hipster. Like, oh no, I was into MC Hammer from uh, before that album. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, um, you didn't you didn't buy Bleach when it came out. You just bought Nevermind. Oh, <laughs> that type of person, but for MC Hammer. Yeah. Uh, wear work appropriate clothing is number six. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I mean, what is work appropriate clothing at this Depends point? Depends on your job. But like, I don't know. Is anybody going to get dinged at this point for wearing a hoodie and like a baseball cap? Is any, no, gonna, I don't, anybody going to be like, mm. I don't think so. However, I've had... I've had calls with people that I am paying, not sex, not a sex thing. Well, cyber sex, right? <laughs> Where I've been like, really? You're you're just like, uh, you know, dressing down? Like, come on. Did you give them a dressing down? No, I didn't give them a dressing down. But I think one of the important things during this time is to still like uh, shower and get dressed and everything. Hey Tom, hey Tom, you ever hear of freaking self care? Yeah. How dare? How dare you? That's what I'm talking tell about. Tell someone self -care. not to practice self care. Maybe self care to you is taking a shower. Self care to somebody else might be wearing their favorite. Might sweatshirt. be not taking a shower. 
Yeah. I mean, in some in some ways, not taking a shower is is self care. Uh, self care just means doing whatever you want, right? Yeah, I think so. Regardless of uh, the consequences for others. Yeah. Number seven. So, um, these people that uh, that dress inappropriately, men or women, generally. <laughs> uh, what? In your experience, <laughs> this is um, a trap. This is some kind of a trap. No, there was a story. I don't think I don't think anybody can prescribe what what people should be should be wearing in any situation. There was a story recently about because uh, like courts are doing video conferencing that mm-hmm. like some some judge or whatever flipped out because they had one lawyer who like took the took the call from their bed and then another lawyer uh, a male lawyer who was on the call not wearing a shirt. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like, come on, you gotta, you gotta put in not, you don't necessarily have to put in a ton of effort, but pretend you're seeing somebody in person, put in that amount of effort. Yeah. Lawyers really run the gamut from like smart to really dumb, huh? To, yeah, to just total scumbags. Yeah. Much like astronauts. (laughs) They run the gamut. Some are heroes, some are scum uh number seven frame the camera appropriately mm-hmm. that's that fine also, yeah Actually, i mean the rest... i do a bad job of it on our video calls tom yeah you're always of... like in the bottom of the frame and you get up and you walk around yeah so what I, so what it's unprofessional I do my best thinking when i'm pacing have your ha, number eight have the right light I close. I don't know if you noticed, but I closed the curtain here, Tim, because it was too bright, hmm. so you could see me better. What do you make a professional. of professional? What do you make of these people who are um, ordering kind of the Instagram uh, influencer kits of like ring lights mm-hmm. um, and, and stuff to make them uh, look better on video conferencing? I think that's fine. I mean, how is that any different than like you know clothes or makeup? Or haircuts to make yourself look better. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think it's fine too. I was thinking of getting a ring light and start um, and becoming uh, uh, an influencer, Tom. Yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent behind you. I'd like to influence people. I think people would be influenced by me if I if I looked good enough. If I had the right lighting. <laughs> I I don't think lighting would be enough to convince people to listen. To I'd you. like to be a bad influencer. I'll be someone that like people are uh, who are like ah, I'm following I'm following what he says and it's bad advice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm get it's in like, trouble. Eat more donuts and smoke cigarettes. He's just a he's yeah. a bad influence. Yeah, but uh, they'll be like, but he's cool, mom. You don't <laughs> understand. He's cool. <laughs> She'd be like, that's not. He's not even smoking real cigarettes. That's just a Instagram filter to make it look that yeah. way. Uh, number eight, nine, look into the camera. We already talked about that. Number 10, pay attention. That's one for you. Uh, I found these. Yeah. You don't pay attention when we're doing these sometimes. What do you mean? You get bored and you go lay down. Yeah, I get bored when you start talking about aliens and you have nothing to say about them. What can I say oh, about them? Oh, there are aliens in Brazil. Cool. What yeah, else? I wish I had more to say about them, Tim, but the goddamn government won't let me. I mean, they won't let me know. If I know I'm going to say something, that goes without saying, but I said it. Uh, I found these other uh, weird uh, advice things. One was uh, keep your body movements as minimal as possible. Um, Why is that? So people can get a good read on you? I think that might oh, be from oh, paying like, attention, uh, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't extend to don't yawn in the in the in the microphone. I did your turn yawn to talk. And that was a soundboard thing. Um, I think that I, I think that's like a throwback when like uh, you know video was more compressed. <laughs> if you moved around too much, uh, people wouldn't have the bandwidth to view it properly. If you want to see uh, what it looks like when I'm not paying attention, Tom, you just wait. 
<laughs> well, what a great threat for our listeners to hear. Um, what else do I have in here? Uh, if it's your, oh, if it's your meeting, I have a note here. If it's your own meeting, be on goddamn time. I've had a few of these where it's like somebody else is hosting and they're late. Don't be late to your own meeting. The worst is uh, when they're when you're stuck in a waiting room when they're like exactly. they'll let you in. Fuck you, let me in. It's one thirty. I'm here. Well, and it leave. Feels I got like nowhere a, else to go. It feels like a power move when people do that. Yeah. Well, uh, being yourself during such meetings is important. Always relax and try to have fun. Engage your audience as much as possible. Perhaps you break the silence with a cracking joke that makes them laugh and so on. Remember, the more jokes you interject, the more your audience will pay attention and stay focused in what you are delivering. Wait, this is from the owls? No, this is from a different website. You can't just read other people's <laughs> content, Tom. Well, this was like a bad website, so I can just read it. <laughs> It was a white supremacist website. <laughs> it was you don't want to give them easytalks.com. E Z Z talks.com. I've been getting pretty good at um, ventriloquism while I'm on these calls. Because what I'll do sometimes, if, uh, if I'm on a call with like uh, my girlfriend, I'll uh, mute it. And then I'll do like a ventriloquist. I'll be like, hey, do you want to get off this call pretty soon? <laughs> and uh, nobody can see my lips moving. Sometimes I even but, do it while I'm drinking water. So people uh, are even less suspicious. So your girlfriend is with you when you're yes. doing that. It sounded like she, you were video conferencing with her <laughs> and you put it on mute. It's like, well, so she can't hear it because you're muted and your lips aren't moving. Who are you impressing here? I put it, I put it on mute and then I have the ventriloquist dummy talk to me and say, hey, you want to get off this call pretty soon? <laughs> you know what? I do appreciate uh, being on a call with you, Tom, a, a large mm -hmm. friend chat because... Uh, you're easily bored. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you're always the first one to be like, okay, enough, I'm done, bye, everybody. And then that frees everybody up to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go, too. Yeah. Um, nobody wants to be the asshole who, um, who breaks up everything. the party. Yeah. But you're willing to be the asshole in most situations. But am I the asshole or am I the hero, according to no, you? No, you're consistently an asshole in most in most situations. Sometimes it's 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 beneficial it has positive effects for others. Look, I did it the other night. We were on the call for two hours. Enough is enough. I know. I, I felt the same way. We did stay on <laughs> after you left though. Oh, and talked about me? No. Everybody left. It was weird. We had a we had a uh this is a new segment called Tim and Tom just catch up about what happened the night before. <laughs> um, we we had a bunch of people on. It was like uh, I think there was like seven or eight mm. boxes on the screen at one point. Yeah. Um, and then everybody left except for for three boxes, Tom. And you would never mm. guess the three people that were left. You and your wife. Mm -hmm. AJ and his wife. And Christine. Okay, well, that was exactly right. <laughs> All right, do you want to solve a problem? Sure. Wait, can I say one more thing? Oh, no, I just no. said the thing that I was going to say. Hello, and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem. Was that radio delay or were you like yawning or something? No, that was, maybe it was a radio delay. On my end, I just saw you staring at me for like three seconds like I was supposed to say something. Yeah, you were supposed to say your name. I did. I said Tom and I'm Tom. Did you not hear that part? I heard you say it. Look, this this quarantine <laughs> is really getting to us. Oh, brother. Uh, if you'd like us to solve a problem of yours, you can email us at thecompleteguide to everything at gmail.com. Tom, 
Mm-hmm. This one comes from a guy named Joe. Not a lady named Joe, like from the Facts of Life. Right. A man. Uh, hey, Tim and Tom, you can use my name. I've got a problem concerning flies I would like to get some help with. Okay. I'm a university student in Bristol, UK, and in the past couple weeks, there has been a plague of flies sweeping across the city. You read about this on the news, Tom? <laughs> no, I haven't. I heard about a plague in the news. I, did. I didn't realize it was this. <laughs> um, I share a flat with my mates, and our uh-huh. living room slash kitchen area has become completely infested. There's one large window to this room, but we have to keep it open most of the time because it gets so hot inside. Yeah. It means that it is a complete nightmare to be in our only communal room, and obviously it makes cooking anything a way more frustrating process. Obviously, this problem is enhanced by the fact that we can hardly leave our bloody flat at the moment. Mm. Hardly leave our bloody flat. (laughs) Perfect. Indistinguishable from an Englishman. We have, quote, declared war, end quote, on these flies multiple times, but no matter how many we get rid of, their population bounces back pretty quickly. Not sure what we can do other than investing in a mosquito net for our window. I mean, the guy just invented screens. Yeah, I mean, you can get a screen for the window. That's a thing. Well, we'll get to that. Um, Also, admittedly, as students, we don't live in the cleanest environment naturally, but this fly problem is an actual thing for our area. It was in the news and everything. So even when everything's clean here, the flies remain. Would love to hear your advice. Longtime listener of the show. Keep it up. We love it. Joe. (laughs) From Bristol. From Bristol. Um, When flies get into my apartment... uh... It's always like a, a a real bonding experience from uh, between me and my dog, Ginger, because uh, we both hate flies and we're both like on the case to catch the fly. She wants to catch the fly with her mouth usually. But that's I, fine. She probably eats so many bugs that you don't even know about. That's fine. I don't care if she eats bugs. Um, she I mean, tells that, me about it. Otherwise, yeah, I'm feeding her horse meat all the time. So it's fine. <laughs> Um, I recently th- threw out my fly swatter because I, I figured I didn't need it anymore. Uh, <laughs> Tom, I've been I, in your home. I know, you... Tim. An act of ultimate hubris. <laughs> but you also have technology from 15 years ago mm-hmm. that, that is obsolete and un- unnecessary, and you hold on to that kind of stuff. Yeah. You have magazines from four years ago. <laughs> Look, I wasn't using the fly swatter, and I got rid of it, and then I desperately needed it the other day. But guess what? A magazine stood in place for it. No problem. Did you get the fly? Yeah, I got the fly. That I... No, ac- actually, I'm uh, rewriting history. My girlfriend opened the window, and it flew out <laughs> as I was running around trying to kill it with a magazine. <laughs> Yeah, um, you were you were ragging on Joe earlier because of uh, he he hasn't gotten a screen. Yeah, um, I know in my apartment my my windows are oddly shaped or oddly sized. They're they're mm-hmm. they're rectangles. Um, that there are no <laughs> right. they're there not are oval no, windows or anything. There are no standard screens, so we've looked into it. But you need to get like custom screens made for our windows. Yeah. And I figure Bristol probably has a lot of custom screen situations, but these guys yeah. are but poor university students. They can't, they can't well, go. Look. And at this, in and in the world right now, do you think the custom screen makers are like, okay, we'll get right on it? Uh, probably because making a screen is probably a one-person job. You don't know. I know I don't know, but also I feel like in England I've never seen two windows that were the same size. I think all the screens there are custom. I don't think I've ever seen a screen in win- in in a window in in the UK. No, and I've never been able to keep a window up in any place. Yeah, and everything's made of stone. <laughs> yeah. Everything's way too old. And then people always tell us they're like. 
Oi, I went to Boston and they were telling me about something that's old and it's not as old as um, my flat that I live in. It's like, all right, fine. Guess what? We have air conditioning, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trade-off. We don't have um, plagues of flies. We're just right. harder hit than any other country on Earth with an actual <laughs> plague. I would say that... Um, I don't know if you got a bunch of uh, flatmates, you can all go in together on a screen. You don't have to get screens for every window; just get screens for one window. And honestly, if this place is like a shithole anyway, go ahead and get a mosquito net and just you know tape that to the window. That sounds like it would be better than the situation you're currently living in. Mm-hmm. Hell, it's it, this sounds like hell. Also, get some flypaper. That stuff works great. It's disgusting. It's so gross, but it'll work. Uh, you can also get one of those uh, electric fly swatters. Those things look pretty neat. <laughs> those are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we'll take advantage of the situation. Have some fun. What does it do? It just it just like goes on a hinge and just goes like whap 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 whap. No, goddamn no, Tim, you <laughs> idiot! It's not it's not a mechanized fly swatter. It looks like a fly swatter, but the the grid that normally you would have to like get a fly between a surface and that that grid is electrified. It's like a big electric fence. So all you have to do is touch the fly with it. He and his mates would be using it on each other all the time. That's fun. That's just mates horsing around. Yeah. Remember when you had that lighter that um that gave <laughs> people shocks? Yeah, an electrocuting lighter. God, that was one of the best things I ever owned. Yeah. Do you still have I that? I used it so much it broke. No, it, it wore out. And that I had bought in Thailand, and I think it was like, you know, the type of thing they couldn't make and sell in America. It was a very strong shock it would give you. Yeah. Um, did, but boy, uh, what a great, what a great shocking device because you think about a lighter, somebody's going to grip a lighter pretty hard. Uh, you can't when make a light unless it. you're, you're, you, you yeah. got a good grip on it. And this one, it would activate when you press the button and it would light. So you could even, oh, this thing was great. I got to get another one because there was a switch underneath where you could turn it off. So you could use, I mean, I didn't smoke, but like you could theoretically use it to light your own cigarette. And then somebody be like, Hey, can I have a light? And you could very discreetly flip the switch. These people would have no suspicion whatsoever that they were about to be dangerously electrocuted. Yeah, I saw you get some people pretty bad with that thing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, once everything opens back up again, I'm getting an electric lighter. All right, Joe, that's our that's our advice. <laughs> get an electric lighter, too. That'll help pass the time. Yeah, and you can burn the, the flies. And you can electrocute them. Yeah. Flies I are think... okay, right? Like, uh, okay? You, you, I mean, they're okay to kill. People won't be yeah, like, no, they're not let endangered. them out. Yeah. I mean, I would say the electric, the advantage to the electric fly swatter is you're not smashing the fly. So it's not as gross. Right. You know, sometimes you smash the fly and it's like, cool. Now there's a streak of blood on my wall. I like that uh, Joe describes we have declared war on these flies multiple times that I just picture like him and five of his uh, of his mates. mates all all uh-huh. in a in a in a tiny roasting hot apartment just going <laughs> nuts killing hundreds of flies just running around screaming with their shirts off just mm-hmm. like ah! and uh and uh not really making any progress and they're right. collapsing into a big oafish heap on the floor or get making progress but then uh turning a blind eye to the to the flies coming back in and slowly building back up yeah yeah well i don't know or just live with it or move get a mosquito net and get an electric fly swatter and an electric lighter mhm problem solved and a taser that's a little dangerous because all those all those blokes, Tim, they're going to be yeah. shocking themselves, shocking exactly. each other. You yeah. don't need that. Just stick with the electric lighter. That's fine. It's not meant to incapacitate somebody. It's just meant to hurt them. 
Remember that game that you had also? Was that you yeah. who had it? Yeah. I had I had a bunch of I, I went through a phase where I had a bunch of really good electric shocking devices. Yeah. There was a game where uh there were like four or five four little n- nodes coming yeah. off this this thing and everybody would hold on to one of them. Mm-hmm. It was like rushing. You'd have roulette. to pinch it between two fingers. Yeah, and it had like it had a few different games you could play, but one was just lights and it was just Russian roulette where the lights would go around and pick somebody at random to shock them. But the great thing about it was the thing had like a press activation. So if somebody let go prematurely, it would shock them. So it's like, ah, you have to like hold on to it as tight as you can. Uh, that's your only chance at not getting shocked. If you if you flinch and let go, you are gonna get shocked. What a great game! I got I, that game. I do have somewhere. I will find that. Tim, once this quarantine's over, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna really mix it up with all these shocking devices. We're gonna get thrown out of the first bar we all go to. <laughs> I look forward to it <laughs> for people from people screaming. <laughs> If you like the show, uh, be our friend on Facebook. Wait, no, that's don't do that. Uh, go to tcgte.com for more information. You do this part, Tom. You can also follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. Uh, you can follow our uh, Complete Guide Instagram at tcgte. You can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary show books the podcast this week we are finishing up 80 days around the world around the world in 80 days is what it's called mm-hmm. uh by jules verne himself um yeah a great book i really enjoyed it i uh, i'm excited to tell you tim how it all how it all turns out in the end if they make it or not um, you can also check out our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash TCGTE. Say our nice dis- things about us there. Our Discord server, which is complete guide for chatting. I popped in there the other day and uh, yeah, people were chatting it up. It was nice. Yeah, I pop in once in a while. I always forget about that because I'm, I'm not a gamer. Right. But well, you don't need to be a gamer to, no, to chat it's for on everybody. Discord. Yeah. It's a very welcoming community. Yeah. Uh, we are still trying to figure out a, a video thing that we can do that'll be fun. Are yeah. we going to try to be commentators yeah. on the Korean baseball game? Korean baseball, yeah. Okay. Well, so I found out that the Korean baseball organization has uh, official Twitch channels so uh, where they broadcast the games live. So we could actually do it. Um, probably not live. The games happen at like 4.30 in the morning American time. But it's like an easy, they have the replays. So it's like an easily accessible. We'll figure out something where you can like synchronize us calling the game with uh, the actual footage. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll just broadcast it. How much trouble can we get in? They can't extradite us to Korea, can they? Not now. They wouldn't want us going there. <laughs> exactly. So maybe we'll just break Korean copyright laws in some way. Into it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. Keep zooming and uh, I don't know. Call your loved ones. Wow. Right? So ending yeah. on a poignant note. Very poignant. Maybe Zoom with them. Do a do a do a video conference with them. But yeah. dress appropriately, otherwise Tom will get mad. Right, we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>